Alright, we want to welcome you guys back to the show. JD and Miguel here. And uh, last week you guys left, we left you off with uh, quite a bit of uh, news and rumors surrounding the Apple car. And uh, tomorrow we're actually looking forward to the Samsung Galaxy Unpacked event. So um, we've got a lot of... Uh, different things going on here a lot of rumors a lot of um, products about to be released um, flip 4 and the fold 4 so we're excited about that at least I am Miguel is not much of a foldable person I don't mind the fold I prefer the flip to be honest but yeah it's cool designs for sure so I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what, how, how things are gonna look but yeah so that uh, that event is gonna be happening tomorrow um, August 10th so um, definitely stay tuned in for that um, and we actually did just have a launch last week with the OnePlus 10T uh, well 10T 5G to be exact so um, it's kind of curious what you kind of thought about that event I know you didn't get a chance to watch um, watch it live but uh, maybe some opinions you had on it uh, yeah, I did not actually watch that. Um, I have been looking at the uh, the specs for the new uh, OnePlus uh, T and the 10 Pro. And one thing that I noticed was significant was um, this is something that I am actually find more favorable for uh, OnePlus than Apple. Uh, the differences between their base model and their Pro are actually not too far off from each other. For example, like their displays are the same size. The only difference is that they're... Uh, the pixels, the amount of quick pixels are a bit better on the Pro, but they both have AMOLED. The uh, They both have the uh, Snapdragon 8th Gen 1. Um, very similar. The uh, Pro version goes up to 512. Well, the only, actually, I'll, I'll correct you on that part. They, there is one difference on that, and that's, if you look closely, that's going to be the 8th Gen Plus 1. Or no, how do they how do, they, how do, they do that? Oh, it is eighth, eight yeah, eighth plus gen, eight. It's yeah, it's Snapdragon eight plus Gen one. I misread that. I apologize. Yes. So no. Yeah. No, well, no, the base model has the eight plus Gen one. The uh, the Pro has the eight Gen one. Right. So, so there's going to be a little okay. bit of a boost in in performance and graphics. Yeah, but, but even uh, outside of that. Yeah. Even still, uh, the battery is only two hundred more uh, milliamps. Uh, reverse wireless charging. So it's very interesting that. Uh, uh, OnePlus, the differences just between their base and the Pros are not too far off, so I feel like the user has some kind of more closer options. They don't have to be like, you know, <laughs> the the, uh, the 13 Pro Max versus like the, the 13. It's like very, very widespread differences right there, but with these two devices specifically, uh, I feel like you don't lose as much if you go with the base model. At least that's for what I'm seeing right now. Yeah, and I mean the the price is also factors into all that. So yeah, um, obviously you're starting off at six hundred and fifty dollars for the 10T, but then you've also got to consider that um, they're boosting your RAM a little bit as well. So you're getting sixteen gigs of RAM. True. On that um, on that 10T. So, um, but yeah, they did they did remove a couple things on there that I wasn't really too pleased with. Yeah, the fact that there's no wireless charging. Um, and I, I think that's that's a little bit. Um, you can kind of say that it's a bit more objective because, um, as much as I like the fact that the um, you know all the iPhones um, ever since the I believe it's the eight, eight yes iPhone eight 
they had wireless charging. Um, I honestly don't use it as much as I thought. Neither I would. do I. And I think it's I think it's partly just because I know that it's going to charge faster as it, when it's you know plugged in. Exactly. Same thing with me. So when it, when it when they get to the point where it's actual um, the wattage is you know at least close to um, you know wired charging. Um, I, I don't see you know myself or even many people in general using that more often. So yeah, um, and I think it would lead buyers probably to you know, take the wireless charging out as an option and say, well, I don't need that, so I'd probably move more forward to the the 10T on that side of things just because they don't really need it. So, but if you want it, it's there. So, yeah, that's what I was meaning about the wide spectrum of things. It's not as wide when it comes to OnePlus, at least for this year. I don't know about previous uh, devices, but... Yeah, yeah, and the other thing you have to take into consideration, there's a couple things that they did drop off, which I think some of this really, this is this is this is going back to their roots. Um, when you look at the stuff that they've removed, so first off, they removed the uh, Hasselblad branding um, with the cameras. So you know they've already had that contract with them, but evidently they just didn't feel like okay, this is worth enough to put it on the 10T and you know invest all that money into that specific model and charge for the charge the consumer for it. So they remove that, and then they also have um, this is not a curved screen. So um, and personally, okay. I'm not the biggest fan of curved screens. I actually prefer flat screens. Um, yeah, me too. Which is which is a little bit. Uh, when I say I like the curved um, edges around like the uh, older iPhones, like the 11. Oh um, sure. The 10. Yeah. The 8. I like the edges of the body. The screen itself, I prefer to have flat. Right. Uh, I actually have a um, a uh, 7 Pro, and that has some curved edges around the uh, screen. And it's okay. I, I think a lot of that is more so for just the appearance of it, the elegance. It looks more premium. Um, but when it comes down to the you know everyday user interface, I, I, just, I do. I just prefer flat screen. So I'm not really sure if you're... Um, daily usage differs but well we've talked about this before I think uh, I think I mentioned a few months ago uh, I think it was the Samsung Galaxy uh, S7 Edge um, right they were one of the first to uh, do a sort of like around the edge screen where you could actually see a notification pop up at the edge and then some other companies started to do it I, I forget which which ones there were but it just didn't it didn't go off wild like how people were expecting it to or people were wanting it to it just it didn't bode so well for Samsung, and that's why I think people are moving away from that. Like, you hardly see any phones anymore have an edge screen. Most of it is really mm-hmm. just flat because it just doesn't. I don't know. It just. I, I guess for me, it doesn't appeal personally. I, probably that's how it is for everybody. I don't know about you, but it just. I don't. I don't like it too much. I always will go for a flat screen. Um, so. Yeah, and and again, I think it's just more for the premium look, and so right. that's why they put it on, you know, the pros, and just kind of give it that feel of okay, you're paying for more, it should look better. But when it comes down to the practical use of it all, I just don't get, I don't really think it uh, it, it actually appeals to the user on a daily basis. So, right. um, but with that being said, um, they are going to move on to Oxygen OS 13, um, which will obviously be based on Android 13. Um, the the downside to that is, and a lot of people are complaining that it's it's just Oxygen OS is fa- fading out. Um, it's it's becoming more and more like Color OS, 
which just some people are not a big fan of, um, just with the Oppo branding. Um, and I have to agree, I, I love the older uh, Oxygen OS, the user interface, how things look, what you could do with it. Um, and obviously Android 13 is, and they're trying to, uh, you know, evolve it and make it more user friendly, you know, with each iteration. But um, as far as what OnePlus is doing with it, uh, I'm just not really the biggest fan of it. So that's something that, you know, you really don't have an option with. It's not like you can just, you know, buy a lower model that has a different yeah. operating system on it. So that is what it is. But um, the other thing that was interesting, though, and this kind of goes back to the wireless charging, is the fact that um, you're actually getting a boost in the charging wattage as well. So, yes. Um, you get 125 watts. This is for the U.S. Um, so uh, international, it would be like 150 or 160 watts. So, um, but yeah, that the fact that you can charge your phone up within about a half hour is pretty impressive. Um, 20 to 30 minutes. That's that's downright crazy. So I, I definitely see that that's one um, advantage to removing the wireless charging is the fact that they did give you that major boost in wattage on the 10T. And I believe the 10 Pro had uh, something around... It's 80. Uh, maybe 65 watts. It's 80 for the fast charging then for wireless. International. Yeah, international have 80 watts, and then the U.S. will have like 65, or at least North America will. So Okay, yeah. Um, which they did also have uh, fast wireless charging at 50 watts, but you had to have that proprietary charging pad from Wireless yeah. Plus. So it wasn't like you could throw it on anything. So, you know, it, it's it's give and take. And, um, you know, I think overall they made some right, you know, steps in the right direction. But the biggest thing that kills me is just that that ditching the, the alert slider. That really was what the part that I just wasn't a fan of at all. Um, and I was kind of just hoping that maybe it was just some sort of, you know, rumor that wasn't true, but obviously when they launched it, um, you know, the day after we uploaded our episode last week, um, you know, it was right there, you know, no alert slider. So, yeah, I'm not even a um, huge fan of, well, I'm not a huge fan, I wouldn't say, but I don't have a one plus. I never used one plus, but even I know you don't get rid of the silent, uh, the slider. It's just <laughs> don't do that for. Anything. Yeah. It was really the only, yeah. To my knowledge, it really was the only, um, major name brand i'll say out there that was an android that had an alert slider mm -hmm. and i feel like that was just a signature one plus feature that people just appreciated um right you know and not to harp on it because i know we kind of went over it last week but um yeah that was just one thing i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i can't believe y'all are doing this so yeah um i don't know if they just did that to boost the 10 pro sales or something like that or you know maybe they'll bring it back with um future pro versions and it's it's just the lower because if you notice this is a 10t it's not a 10 pro t so okay um, yeah it wasn't like it was trying to build off of the 10 pro it was actually supposed to be a level below it and um it's kind of like when you have the one plus six and then you have the one plus six t um and then you go to the one plus seven then you have the one plus seven pro so there definitely was a difference in this model and obviously you see that with the price but um overall i honestly think that a lot of people will enjoy this um, you know, even if you're not a big fan of color OS or you're, you know, you kind of see that they downgraded some of the camera sensors. Um, I think in general, a lot of people will appreciate this. Um, and it should see, you know, quite a bit of, uh, sales numbers on that for the revenue of OnePlus. So, um, but in either case, um, 
Miguel, you did have one thing that you wanted to talk about, and that was... So I've got a, um, I've got like an interjection kind of subject here. Um, on, O-N-N, the company, sort of under Walmart, if you will. Um, my wife and I were at Walmart today, and we noticed that uh, On has come up with this uh, monitor. And it looks really cool. I think it's like 156 uh, hertz refresh rate. Um, obviously, it's 1080p. Uh, good size monitor is $150, and I was just thinking to myself, I keep seeing so many new On products, and it's, you know, it's made by Walmart, so it's obviously not the best kind of thing, you know, Walmart's products are always, you know, cheaper, not that great, but, you know, I keep seeing On, and I think to myself, man, this company has actually gone quite a ways in terms of what they're producing, what kind of, uh, things they have in store for, um, people, it's just, I don't know, what do you, what do you think about it necessarily, because I just feel like, I, I want to get these products because they look so cool and they're really appealing to me. So I don't know. What do you think? Why are you excited about them? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm well, no, I'm just, I mean, it's not like, it's not like this major new, uh, you know, release or anything. It's just the company on its own. No one really ever talks about on as a company, right? They're just kind of this, you know, you see him at the end of the line at a, um, a cashier or whatever. You see some products in the tech, but mostly you're just looking for an iPhone or an iPad or a big screen TV or whatever. But I was just saying, you know, we no one really talks about them. So I feel like it'd be interesting kind of just to discuss uh, in terms of, you know, what do you see in as, as a company? You think they'll get on terms with Apple or Samsung or whatever or... I feel like they might just because of how have they've um, added more and more um, to their, you know, Lineup. I guess sore or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think part of that is definitely a downfall on some of the analysts out there, us included, where we're kind of just looking at some of these big products exactly. or, you know, something that's um, kind of a spinoff from a big product. So, you know, in, in the case of OnePlus, we had Carl Pei who left and now starts up his own company, nothing. Um, that's something that we keep track of. But when you talk about just these minor um, budget brands or off brands, as they're commonly called, um, you know, it, we don't really pay too much attention to them because, you know, those are just meant for consumers that only want to spend a lot of money and they just yeah. need what, you know, whatever can work. So as far as like, what do I think of the brand? Um, personally, I've, I've never really, you know, thought about them that much. I, I'm pretty sure I've messed with a couple of their, um, products before. I think I've, I've, I've bought one or two. And as far as them trying to hitch on to maybe a major company like Samsung or, um, Apple, that one, I'm not really sure about because here's one way that you look at it. Um, LG is a major display dis distributor. Yeah. And um, then you've also got Samsung. And then you have Apple, who really is so high up on their criteria for their displays. Mm -hmm. um, and we just had the uh, that situation with, I think it was BOE or something like that, where they, um, they went back on their agreement because BOE was messing with the um, settings or the specs or something like that. And Apple was like, no, we're not doing that. And then, you know, they almost ruined their relationship. But as far as I know, they're back into the game and Apple's still using them as a display provider. So um, all that being said, 
Um, do I think it's possible? Yes, I do. Do I think it will happen? Um, not really. Mm. Um, it really, I, I just, just from somebody just analyzing it f- without knowing too much about it, I, I don't really think that is something that will actually happen. Um, it would be interesting to see that happen for sure, but I don't really think that Walmart needs any help. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, but but to see that to see uh, that success come, that would be really cool for an off-brand to kind of just come in and, and improve their product. Um, kind of like kind of like what we were seeing with MediaTek and the Dimensity um, processors. Right. Just the fact they've they've always been with the budget phones and stuff like that, and now they're really trying to push for that. Um, uh, I don't want to say premium, but um, pushing for some sort of power user. Uh, A higher up product. With their, yeah, 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 definitely. So, um, but yeah, no, that's an interesting interesting statement there. Uh, question to pose to people, you know, and it, just in general. I mean, what do you think if you have like a certain brand out there that you really like that is just it's it's not a commonly known brand or it's it's an off brand or whatever you want to call it, um, you know. Is that something you feel like they should be given a more opportunity to kind of mix in with other companies or even become more well-known? So, yeah, no, that's uh, I like the fact that you kind of posed that question because it's it's something worth thinking about for sure. And uh, moving on from the topic of on um, and talking about some major companies, we'll go back to Apple. And that is the fact that they actually just came out with beta five yesterday. So we now have a couple more updates Um wasn't quite a whole lot of bug fixes as it was with uh, beta four. Um, I'm not sure what you've been experiencing with, you know, beta three and four on your iPhone. Um, well, to be honest, I've actually been on the uh, the public beta. Uh, the last beta I was in was three, and uh, now I am in the process of downloading five as we speak right now. It's still downloading. Um, yeah, the big uh, the big intrigue there, yes. and why people are downloading it is, um, well, we've kind of jumped back to 2017, and that was when the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 10 were released, and the iPhone 8 was the last model to ever carry a feature where it showed you the battery percentage on your actual, you know, screen. You didn't have to swipe down to the control panel; it was right there on the top right. And um, we have just had that feature added back into iOS with the uh, beta 5 um, developer and eventually the public beta as well. Super so. stoked about that. I mean... I know. I was I was messaging Miguel earlier today, and I was just like, I was losing my mind because I couldn't believe they finally added that feature back in there. <laughs> but it's actually a, it's, it's a bit of a controversial way that they went about doing it, and I also mentioned this to him because... Um, when you look at it, you kind of have to retrain your mind to look at the number and not at the actual bar. So, um, you know, for a lot of people, a lot of you guys out there, when you're using your iPhone, you kind of see the green bar and it goes lower and lower and lower. And that kind of gives you that, okay, I need to charge it soon or whatever. This is where is the battery bar is solid the entire time and you just look at the percentage number. Yeah, and um, what, when you'd messaged me, I, I did ponder this for a good few minutes, and I was thinking, like, yeah, but we got used to having no percentage bar after it was, you know, I guess discontinued, if you want to say it that way. Um, and we just got used to it and didn't think of it after a thought. But uh, now, going back to it, I think, you know, people will get used to it again. It's just something you have to 
configure in your brain, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, It's definitely, it's just, I say it more because, um, you know, there is a bit of a controversy on it, but it's it's more so because you have to retrain your mind to kind of think, okay, I'm not looking at, and this is a feature you can disable. If you don't want to see the battery percentage, you can just go back to the regular battery symbol icon and it'll let you know, you know, where you are in, um, as far as filling up that battery bar. But, um, when you do have it on, um, you know, that's when you'll see the battery percentage number and, and it's, uh, yeah, that's something you'd have to focus on how the battery bar is filled. So, I mean, if I'm looking at Android, it gives me the percentage, but then it also gives me the battery bar and it lets me know, you know, how that looks and in, into, um, correspondence with the percentage number. So, but in either case, um, it's there, they've added it. Uh, we're definitely excited to have that back on there. Um, yeah. So I'm definitely hoping that they keep it on there for future betas and for the public release. It's not one of those things that they just throw in there, see how it works, and then you know they pull it away for the beta or for the public release. So or just you know keep it forever. Uh, <laughs> um, right. And I, that's that's my thing is I'm like I'm half tempted to be like okay if they take it away in beta six I'm not updating. <laughs> yeah, keeping it forever. Because I'm like I kind of um, right. I want to at least have the option to, to turn it on or off. Yeah. So um, there also are some new features as well for beta five. We have copy and delete screenshots. Uh, so now you have the option yep. uh, when you uh, take a screenshot, you can copy and delete it in beta five. Uh, this is uh, I'm quoting here from Tom'sGuide.com. Uh, This option makes it easy to copy a screenshot to the clipboard as soon as you take it. The image can then be pasted into an email, messages or notes. So a little more efficient way um, when you're doing business-wise or at work or something. Just quickly send a a screenshot and you don't have to worry about uh, keeping it. Uh, Also, another thing is uh, Find My App. They have a new sound alert. So we've had the same one for quite a while now. Uh, But finally, finally, and let's hope again Apple keeps this, um, we have a new sound alert for the Find My App. Uh, that you can uh, now uh, choose between. So there's a little something extra there. So yeah, and um, actually I also saw this on a YouTube review that um, they this is something extremely small, extremely minor, very subtle. You can actually when you're playing audio on your um, phone and you lock it, you know you wake it back up. It'll actually give you a little bit of a waveform on the top right hand corner of the um, media box. Oh yeah where where your music is playing and the the waveform will actually pulsate to the beat and sound of whatever media you're playing which i thought was really cool the fact that they just added that you know and it's not just one of those fake pulsating waveforms it actually does follow the the media that you have on. yeah like you said nothing um, major but still a cool little little something right there they're just small steps yeah Yeah. I, i mean i like that because you know they're they're trying to fix bugs but they are trying to take you know some some small steps and adding in some uh some small features here and there so um they did make a little bit of some changes to um the albums on the music app where before they used to have um some of the information above the play and shuffle buttons and now everything is up there so you have your genre the year the album was released they and then it also gives you the um format of what audio is there so whether it's like in dolby atmos or what kind of lossless audio it is so that's there as well um so but other than that like like miguel said there's nothing extremely major aside from you know what we thought was you know the battery percentage i felt like that was pretty big that the fact that they finally brought that back um, and it wasn't even that's what I find funny about Apple is the fact that they, when they announce something, uh, another generation of iOS, 
um, some of these features that a lot of consumers enjoy and like is not even mentioned in the keynote at WWDC. This is stuff that we kind of just find out from um, other analysts or um, you know ourselves when we're testing out these um, betas. So I, I, it's kind of something to just chuckle at. I truly wonder why that is. Why they don't like show every single? I mean, you can't show every single little little thing, but I, I feel like a battery percentage, like something we haven't seen for the last like five or so years, would definitely yeah. be something Apple would be t- telling you about. You know, that's that's true. And now that you bring that up, I, th- I think it's more so because they feel like it was such a stupid thing to remove, anyways, and the fact <laughs> that they have to bring it up that they added it back. I think that yeah. almost draws attention to just the ridiculous, you know, pathetic. Uh, aspect of of it all so um you know now that the way that you were talking about it kind of made me think oh yeah that's true i I can see why they didn't want to bring it up yeah but um also in other news we did want to mention that um for those of you who have the roomba or other irobot products um amazon has acquired irobot and this deal actually came on with a 1.7 billion acquisition so um, a lot of money there, but I think the thing that bothered me the most was that, um, you know, you got Bezos out there and, you know, we, he've, they've been evolving Amazon year over year over year. And, um, you know, instead of designing and maybe even improving some certain products out there that they offer, they just go ahead and remove the competition. Um, and I, I just... I'm not really a big fan of that. Um, you know, we've seen that happen with Facebook where they take out Instagram and other, you know, um, platforms. And now, you know, you just keep on seeing this, you know, repeated across other companies where they just kind of take out the competition and now they're, you know, going to go ahead and take over and do things their own way. So, um, I'm not sure if you had much to say about that because I, I know you don't even have a Roomba, but um, <laughs> that one kind of bothered me. Well, my question is, is what do they plan to do uh, for, I guess, the future lineups of, uh, of the... That's what things? I want to know. Like, I want to know, like, you know, because here's the thing. If you're going to take over a company, you want to make sure that you're going to continue to keep a really good relationship with a consumer. Right. And then continue to either maintain or improve the quality of that product. Um, the one, the biggest concern I have, um, besides those two is the fact that, is this going to be another one of those things where they throw in a subscription based product where you have to like pay for a fee to actually use the wireless features or something like that. now maybe that's me being cynical or something like that, but you know, it always makes me wonder, okay, when a big company like Amazon, you know, acquires another, um, you know, smaller company that, that, that hones in on one specific product. Uh, what what is what what's jeopardized in that in that transaction? You know, I think I'll just stick to a basic uh, vacuum. <laughs> I mean, we have a Roomba and we love it, and uh, it does a really good job. And then we also were wanting to get the uh, Brava um, robot mop, which um, I feel like it's still kind of in somewhat of its early stages. Um, and, uh, from what I've heard, it does a it does a decent job. So, but we're we're still interested in getting that one as well. Um, but in either case, that was definitely something worth noting. Um, I felt like it kind of fell in with the uh, technological topics at hand. Yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this, uh, uh, talk of ours. And if you really liked it, then, uh, please go ahead and, uh, leave us a review. 
And make sure you follow us for uh, notifications uh, to listen to future episodes. And uh, as always, we'll uh, catch you guys in the next one.